Welcome to the 15-Minute Pain Experience Podcast. I am your host, Dina Chopoulos, the Chief Curator and Pain Coach at Pain to Possibilities, where we have been transforming pain experiences since 2018. Today, I am excited to welcome Tom Bowen to our show all the way from Des Moines, Iowa in the United States. Tom is a chronic pain patient turned chronic pain advocate, author, educator, and community builder. His pain-related diagnoses include fibromyalgia, costochondritis, tinnitus, IBS, post-concussion syndrome, neuropathy, sleep apnea, chronic fatigue, anxiety, and depression. He attended the Mayo Clinic three-week pain rehabilitation center in 2012 and again in 2018. Tom oversees a resource center or a blog called Chronic Pain Champions, and his Facebook support group is called Chronic Pain Champions, No Whining Allowed. He's a member of the Practical Pain Management Editorial Board and has written articles for Stat and National Pain Report. His free ebook, which I highly recommend, is called Chronic Pain Won't Stop Me, Tools to Make the Most of Life Despite the Chronic Pain. To follow Tom, you can find his resource center at Chronic Pain Champions, his Twitter handle at Pain Champions, and Instagram, Chronic Pain Champions. Hello, Tom, and welcome to another episode of the 15-Minute Pain Experience podcast. Uh, Your message is so important that I wanted to have you back for another conversation. Today, we'll be talking about how Tom serves his chronic pain champions community, and equally as important, how helping the community helps with Tom's pain. Today is also a little bit about the power of community. So, Tom, I came across your Facebook group about a year ago, and truthfully, it was the name that really caught my eye. Can you tell our listeners what the name is and why you chose that name? <laughs> sure, Tina, I'd be glad to. Thanks again for, for having me back on your podcast. The, uh, the, the group, I, I, I started a uh, Facebook group. Uh, was uh, shortly after I finished my second uh, stint at Mayo Clinic, and I, uh, I started the group, and the group, it stemmed from exactly what I was finding on the internet and on the Facebook groups that I was visiting. All the other Facebook groups, all I heard was people complaining about their pain. And all I heard today, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm tired of listening to this drama and all this pain talk. And research has actually shown that pain talk makes pain worse. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you whine about the pain and complain about the pain, you're just drawing more attention and focus to the pain. So. I named my group Chronic Pain Champions, No Whining Allowed. Now, on that note, I noticed in your Facebook group that you recently did uh, like a little poll to sort of ask your people how they felt about the name. And I'm curious to know, did you feel like people were pretty uh, positive around the name? Because I don't think you've changed it. The poll came back about two thirds of the people said they liked the name. Okay. And about 20% said, well, I, I, I don't like the name. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just, it's frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. And then about 10% of the people said, uh, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. So it, 
But what prompted me to actually conduct that poll mm -hmm. was feedback that I get because I, I write articles for uh, some of the publications, trade publications, and I'm also active in Twitter. And the feedback I get from people, a lot of the people, well, quite a few of the people, mm -hmm. is that they don't like the name of the crew. They, they actually, they don't like my message, but they aren't ready for my message. Right. They're, right. they're not to that point in the pain, in the, in the pain process, mm -hmm. pain journey, mm -hmm. to accept the pain and move on. Right. Uh, they're still in that, I want to find a, a medical fix part of it. Right. Right. Where I was before. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And that's part of the reason I wanted to ask that question is because it just so much said in a few words there, you know, whether they're ready or not to accept that message is, was, I found it intriguing. And like you said, I think just the name of your group is really going to attract a certain crowd, people who perhaps are there already. But for those who, who maybe sort of dove into your group who weren't, you know, maybe sitting on the fence around the messaging. Have you noticed a shift with some of them? Um, that might be a tough one to answer, but have you noticed any shifts? Yeah, yeah, I, I have. I've, mm -hmm. I've noticed people that are coming around and, and at least open to the idea mm -hmm. of looking at pain differently and than just the biological cure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, biological treatment is a part of the pain mm -hmm. uh, process, treatment process, but it's not all of it. Mm -hmm. So there's more. And I think what they're, 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 they come around and they start to see that. Um, I recently, I, I wrote a, a book last January, December, I released it. And it's a free ebook for, for anyone to use. Mm -hmm. And it's called Chronic Pain Won't Stop Me. Well, I share that with members of the group. I share widely wherever I promote because I'm not active and like I said in all the social media but I, one lady in our group actually came back and she said this is because she had posted a message about her sister mm -hmm. and having all these issues and she was looking for a fix how mm -hmm. are you going to get a fix and I said you know you, you may want to start here mm -hmm. and just read this and and I got a message back from her that about you know, she's been looking for this message for 30 years, mm -hmm. someone to explain pain to her in an easy way that she could understand. And so it's, it's just those kind of shifts in mindset that yes. you see yes. from people once they open up to, to other thinking. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I will, by the way, link the, um, all your beautiful resources with this podcast as well so that people can have access okay. to it because I think Thank it's you. Really important. I know that as far as just being involved in social media is a really healthy distraction and when it comes to pain management as you know so well that distractions can be one of really important tools but mm -hmm. take it one step further and I think you've done a beautiful job of that is that I think you've taken it one level further for your brain health and that is there's a term that I want to just sort of throw out to you have you ever heard of the helper's high no, but uh, I, I, I can see where you're going with that because mm -hmm. I, I exactly that's that's why I'm doing this. When when I got through with Mayo Clinic the second time, my second stint, I thought to myself, okay, I've learned all this. I need to share it. My prior background is in marketing and advertising. I wrote marketing materials for a Fortune 500 company, and so I just. Communication is kind of my background. So I thought, I need to communicate this. And because all this great information I learned, I need to share it with people so they can talk to their doctors so they can get help. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so, because, I mean, I, I was there once. I wish I would have known this 11 years ago. So I wanted to share it. And so that's why I do it for myself. And it is a distraction for me in a way. Got I got to kind of frame that a little bit because if I focus too much on the pain itself, mm-hmm. it just brings me back to focus on my pain. Right. So I focus more on the, well, how did you say that? The, the helper's high, right. So Which, yes, on helping. Yeah. That's yeah. what I focus on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and what a beautiful process. I mean, it's a win-win for everyone. And, you know, you're just, uh, you're firing up some great <laughs> neurochemicals to really help you and also mm-hmm. them. And I, I, the culture you have within your Facebook group, I love because uh, it's such a gentle approach to really encourage people to think differently. And I think you're really allowing people to come to their own reasonable conclusions. And I think that's important because I'm a coach and as a coach, that is really what our goal is to allow people to come. There's more power when people come to their own conclusions. Do you feel like your community, uh, that's how you serve your community is by just that gentle, hey, this is the information. Let's see what we can help you with. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. My, my job isn't to preach. Mm-hmm. My job, job isn't to fix you. Mm-hmm. My, I, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a coach. I don't, ha- I don't have your skill set. I'm not a coach. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a preacher. I'm just providing what worked for me and to, in order to hopefully help you. Nice. So if I can help someone else, that's the joy that I get from it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the reason I, I, I'm, I'm a clown is one of my hobbies. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it just for me, even though it serves as kind of a, uh, for me, my own, uh, my own therapy session, mm-hmm. psychological mm-hmm. therapy. But when I see someone else smile or laugh, that's so wonderful for them. I love that. And I think, too, when it comes to your group, one of the toughest behavioral shifts we as humans can make is the belief that it's possible or that we are capable of of change. And it's kind of also known as self-efficacy. But I notice that's a strong undertone in your Facebook group. Like there is always that gentle messaging that you give. Do you feel like that is more or less coming from your experience at the Mayo Clinic or just because that's who you are or a combination of the two? You know, Dina, that's a great question. Look, I think that what it is, is I think it's probably both. I'm a very, I tend to be very optimistic in, in, in nature. I don't see the glass half empty. I see it half full kind of a, I'm the half full kind of guy, right? Mm -hmm. But I also learned at Mayo, that you can do things. They kept preaching to us, you know, teaching us, you can do it Mm -hmm. to each of the patients that were there. Mm -hmm. We can do this. Mm -hmm. And it's possible for us to change as humans, how we think about and react to our pain. And when do you feel that really happened for you? When did you really start believing in your capabilities? First time I attended Mayo Clinic is where I got warm to the idea. Okay. But then I got this uh, a setback with some ongoing pain, some other new pain issues. Mm-hmm. And it was at this, uh, right about before I went to the second time at Mayo Clinic is when I thought, okay, I can do this again. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I realized I was going to Mayo Clinic, I thought, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Uh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to relearn those tools and I can do this. 
Great. Well, sorry, I know I'm kind of going a little off topic because it's kind of pulling you back to your personal experience. But what I love about what you're doing is that you are almost constantly reassessing, looking at your experience when you're having a down day, you're reassessing, reevaluating, and then regrouping and then moving on. So that I think is part of the reason I'm asking these questions is because you are a great example of that. But before we go on, knowing your group as well as you do, what do you think your group's biggest strength is? I think the strength of our group is the togetherness that we have in the group mm -hmm. and the support and, and the support in terms of, of positive support. Mm -hmm. Not not the not the oh I'm so sorry you're having a bad day support because eh, you know we all have bad days right, right. and but we can get past those mm -hmm. we can get past those so what do we do to to get better mm -hmm. what do we do to get better and I, I remember at Mayo Clinic Dina one of the things that they taught us is when when someone's having a bad day don't say oh I'm so sorry you're you're having a bad day it's like Okay, have you gotten up? Have you showered? Mm. Are you dressed? Are you have you gone out for a walk yet today? What are you doing to make your day better? What are you doing to make your day better? Rather than feeling sorry for yourself. Make oh. make yourself better. There's no limits. Yeah. So, so well said. I know at um, Pain to Possibilities, which is a group that I head up, I really I'm probably most excited about the community because like you said, there is you're better together, right? You're, you're more power to be shared together. And so, and I think that's what the chronic pain community really showcases on its own is there is that group feeling of support and encouragement. So, especially in your group. So thank you. Thank you so much for all the work you do. And thank you for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, and thank you again for inviting me back.